Hey folks, Apostle Lewis here for our weekly Kingdom Outlook. We're going to talk today about whether uh, what causes us to grieve or quench the Spirit. Let's go. Hey folks, great to have you with us today. Apostle Lewis here. We're going to talk about some things, but before we get going, I want to announce a new product that I just finished and it's ready. It's up, it's loaded and going. And it is called Foundations, The Journey of Your Perfection in Christ. And I want to invite you to go into this. It's $50. I'm going to tell you what you get for it. You get uh, eight lesson videos from me. You get a 70-page manual that is in-depth, and you're also going to get, again, we always uh, let you look at eight of the Bethel School of Ministry videos as well. So you get a total of about 16 videos for the $50 plus. I've added on Esther and the One Thing. If you don't have that one, that's added into your library as well. So go ahead to lewisdcenter.com. I'll put a link to that product specifically in the descriptions below so you can have them. You can click on and find it. And so do that. And also, if you do me a favor, whether you're watching this on Rumble, YouTube, or you're watching this on Facebook, would you do me a favor and go ahead and uh, whatever you have to do on the page to like or subscribe um, or if you, you know, on Rumble, it's rumbling and, and uh, liking it on YouTube and liking the video, uh, like our page also on Facebook and turn on notifications. Don't miss any of these. I do a lot of these videos. By the way, you can also get us on podcast and stuff like that. Okay. A lot of stuff there, uh, but you'll see a lot of descriptions in the, uh, in the comments section. I'll put them all down there, all the links for stuff, but uh, I'm really excited about this new product for $50. You're getting you're getting about $150 to $200 worth of material. So I'm hoping you'll take advantage of this, okay? It's worth it. And by the way, use the code PERFECTION, uh, PERFECTION, and get 20% off, okay? So that's even a great deal. I'll give you that code until, uh, that'll be active until about the 20th of March. So if you sign up before that, you can have 20% off on the uh, course as well. So do that. It's going to be great. We're going to have a, a fantastic time in that. Okay, let's talk about two uh, things that are really important for us to understand. Now, the scripture talks about, we'll start We'll start here, but we'll come back to this one last, but we'll start in 1 Thessalonians chapter uh, 5, verse nine, uh, 19, says this. It says, uh, do not quench the spirit. Do not quench the spirit. We're going to come back to that one. You don't want to do that one at all. Trust me. And Ephesians 4.30 says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. We don't want to do that one either. But what are they? What does it mean to grieve the Holy Spirit? What does it mean to quench the spirit? Okay, grieving has to do with unbelief, doubting that God's that it's within God's power to do something, to, um, I, I put it really simply, I'm going to give you some scriptures, but I put it really simply this way. Anytime my problems, anytime my problems or the, my circumstances get bigger than my God, if, if anytime that 
anything in my life is bigger than God, that is how you grieve the Holy Spirit. So let's just say I got a financial need. I don't believe my God could handle it. That's grieving to God. I, 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 um, I need a miracle. Grieving. I don't believe God can do it. I, I'm just hopeless. It, it's rooted in the fact that my problem has now enthroned itself where God was supposed to be thrown. And that's grieving to the spirit. You do not want to do that. You, we'll skip just one really good example of this. Is John 11.35 when Jesus first tells uh, Mary and Martha that he is the Christ. He's the resurrection. He's the one of eternal life. And they still don't believe. And Jesus says Jesus wept. Now they thought Jesus was weeping because Lazarus was dead. Jesus wasn't weeping. Jesus already told his disciples four days earlier that it's not until death that he was going to raise him from the dead. All right. So, so Jesus already knew what was coming. He already knew. He, Jesus wasn't praying like, yeah, I hope you raise him. Jesus knew. He knew the will of his father. He knew that his father wanted him raised and he was going to do it. So Jesus wasn't weeping because the uh, because they were sad. We'd like to think that. No, Jesus was weeping because, man, I've been with you. You've seen all that I do, and you still your problem is bigger than my than the possibilities with God. Jesus said things like, "All things are possible to those who believe." Right? All things are possible. To those who believe. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that, doesn't that, you know, does that, does that seem too, too good to be? So let's just say you have any circumstance. Sometimes I'm around people and they're, it's not God they want to talk about. They want to talk about their problems. They want, their problem is bigger than their God. And no matter what scripture you give them, no matter how you talk to them, they constantly frustrate God in the sense that they will not say, oh, yes, Lord, you, you're, you're the answer. You're going to do this. And they grieve Holy Spirit. You don't want to grieve the Spirit. It's something that is very, very wrong. If your problem is bigger than your God, you have the wrong God. Because I know this, God will answer and, and deal with everything in your life. He will comfort you. If you even if it's loss, God's able to restore. God's able to um, um, heal. God's able to renew. You know, um, you know, even if it's grief, God's bigger than that. He's bigger than our grief, our sorrows, our pains, our wants, our desires. He's bigger than all of it. Anytime that my circumstances, and then how, you know, I'll tell you how you know. I'll just tell you, I know. What do you talk about? What do you talk about? You know, I just had lunch with a good friend, Dan Duke, today, man. And and, and I walked in at his house and we just, I was drunk on the way there. I was, I was just listening to an old CD from Rodney Al Brown from 1990s. Um, and I was just playing it over and over in the car. And by the time I got to his house, I was riding good. And Dan recognized it when I walked in and we just started praying and worshiping and having a great time. And and I just love Dan. I love his hunger. We were talking about hunger. But I said to him, does, he said, what did the Lord speak to you? I said, on the way over, the Lord said, anytime, he, this is what the Lord told me, anytime that a problem becomes bigger than me, that grieves me. It means you don't know me. It means you've allowed me to be dethroned by your problem. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times this happens to believers. They think by complaining, by whining, by they don't think anyone understands. 
No, what we understand is that by magnifying the problem, magnifying the problem doesn't bring a solution. It just brings a greater wall in front of us, a greater shield that we don't see God's possibilities and God's answering. And no matter how many times they get prophetic words or people try to help, they just fall right back into it because they haven't disciplined themselves to meditate on God, to keep focused on God. They focus on their lack and their discomfort. I know sometimes it's very difficult, and that's why I have compassion in that. But at the same time, I'm telling you, your way out of it is not magnifying your problem, but giving praise and glory to God. That's the way out. And anytime, anytime that I have found myself in fear, anytime I found myself in fear is because the problem became bigger than my God. And sometimes the devil would do this to me. Uh, and Bill talked about this happening to him too, Bill Johnson that sometimes you're sitting in the night and the enemy attacks you, and all of a sudden you feel your heart's racing. You know, the spirit might be, the spirit once said to me, you're going bankrupt. I'm going to I'm gonna take everything from you. And it brought such fear. I knew it wasn't God because I had this spirit of fear on it. And I had to get up and I had to go pray until I could get my heart back in the right focus with God. I had to pray and get back into the peace of God because that was a lie. That was an utter lie from the enemy. But God, God took me, you know, and I had to, but I remember this, God, you're bigger than this. And I had to pray. I had to pray until I got myself. You know, was, you know why, like Jesus slept on the boat when they were going across and they think they're perishing, but Jesus is asleep. Jesus is asleep because Jesus was in perfect peace. There was never a problem bigger than him. <laughs> never a problem bigger than the Holy Spirit in him. My God, the kingdom of God is within you. Do not let. The circumstances of this world be bigger than the kingdom in you. If it is, that's a problem. So that's why you have to seek God, press into God, and the revelation of his kingdom. And then what, listen to me, his kingdom always has a kingdom solution for the circumstance you're going through. That's one. Do not grieve Holy Spirit. I I watch this all the time, and and, uh, it's really sad to me. Okay? Two. Let's talk about a really interesting one because me and Dan were talking about this one as well. And that is quenching the spirit. First Thessalonians 5.19 says, do not quench the spirit. What does it mean to quench? Well, quench is like taking a hose and bending it and stopping the flow. You can see this like in 1 Corinthians uh, 14, 39 and 40. God says to them, therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to, to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues. You know, anytime... Um, you don't make room for Holy Spirit to move. Let's say, as a minister, one of my primary goals, my primary job, is I must allow God to move in the meeting. I remember Randy telling me a story that he met with a pastor, and this pastor was like, well, we're praying for revival. And Randy says, well, you're not going to get one. And he goes, why not? He says, you have trained your people that no in, in no uncertain terms do you ever deviate from the service. Songs go this long, offering, message, altar call, bang, boom, thank you. And you don't deviate from it. We're not going long. We're not praying in tongues out in the stage. We're, we're not doing any of that. We're going to have this really clean, orderly service. And he said, which one of them are going to disobey you? Which one of them are going to do that? You know, we went down to a very known minister's service a year ago on a Tuesday night. 
And he was upset because he had gone to Arizona and the people flowed. Like he preached and the people's hearts were rent and they came to the altar. But when he gets home, he doesn't have that thing because in his church, he doesn't allow the people to move. He doesn't allow the people. Everyone's afraid to interrupt them. And because they're afraid to interrupt them, he doesn't get what he wants. He doesn't know how to get out of the way. Everyone is terrified of him. And he's upset because he doesn't have a move of the Spirit. He doesn't have a move of the Spirit because he won't move out of the way. He, he's got to get his message out. He's got to get everything out. And he, and, he, and he inhibits, he quenches the Spirit. He quenches the spontaneous flow of the people. He doesn't allow the people to respond. I learned this. I'll tell you what I learned. this 1993. Me and Dan talked about it. Rodney's ability to... I, I've all, you know, after Rodney, Dan was able to do it. I've learned to do it. I, I really saw it in Bill when it came to miracles. My God, I saw Bill being able to just the slightest of the breath of the spirit. Bill could track it and, and, and partner with it and bring about stuff. It's really important that you do not quench it. I, so I put it this way, grieving the spirit. Anytime my problem gets bigger than God, I'm going to grieve the Holy Spirit and to quench the spirit. I must always allow the people to respond. I must make room for Holy Spirit in the room. So when I so when I'm preaching, if if I feel the Spirit moving, my message has got to take second stage. Okay. If I feel if I see the Spirit moving on people, I've got to respond to that. Not worry about my message. Sometimes we're so worried about our message and our tapes we're making. That you know what I love about what I love about doing videos is I don't have to worry about my message tapes as much. I can do, you know, polished, clean tapes here in a way, but I can in the service with people I can let the spirit flow and do that. You don't want to do these two. You want to learn, but you don't want to grieve this Holy Spirit. Your God is bigger than every problem you have. Anything other than that truth, anything that that magnifies your pain, your grief, and your sorrow over who he is will grieve Holy Spirit. Because he bore your griefs, your sorrows, your pains, your afflictions on the cross. One. Two. Make, allow God to move. Allow God to move. If you're a minister, allow God to move. Feel, take a chance. By the way, you're going to have to take a shot. You might miss it. That's okay. Miss it in faith. Miss it in faith. Don't stop it. Don't prohibit it. You might make a mistake. You might, and not a mistake. You say, oh, I thought that was God, but it wasn't. I train people to take chances. I, I've trained people to take chances in the spirit. Is that God? Is that not God? You're only going to know as you begin to learn to flow with the anointing of God. So that's it for this week. I hope you hear this. I hope this makes uh, will do something to you because it does to me. It's burning in me burning in me right now i so want to talk about anointing again i did the last one i talked about contending for the anointing so i hope you heard that one hey i want to tell you right now before you before we give up on this one i do have a new um product coming out so again click on the links it's there um it is is a great great uh link if you sign up for one school and let's say you didn't do the other four courses or other four uh, phases once you sign up, I'll give you a, another password that will uh, give you a discount on all the other schools as well. 
Okay, once you sign up for one, then I, I help discount. The other ones, I'll give you 20% off on phase one through four. So this is phase five foundations, and I'm hoping that you will uh, join us in that one. God bless you, and you have a great day. Bye-bye.